This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 83, Creating Your Space with Gabrielle Blair. Hey guys, we're glad that you're with us again. Once again. (laughs) And again and again. Every week. (laughs) And I had really good words that just didn't come out. So how about I just say, I'm Becky Higgins. (laughs) With me is my friend and co-host, Becky Proudfit. Hello. And hopefully you have more words than I do. I always have all the words. I don't know if they're good words, but I've got them. I've always got them. I'm excited about this episode. So excited. What a blessing it was for us to be able to connect with Gabrielle Blair at Alt and and basically tackle her to the ground as we typically do with a lot of our guests. We are just an excited, <laughs> amplifying bunch of gals. We just are. You know what was surprising is coming home from Alt, I was I needed time to process and like think about all the things. And mm-hmm. actually, I am so excited to listen back to this episode because what we talked about cultivating your own space mm-hmm. actually really is what I was sorting through. Yeah. Is yeah. I was overwhelmed by all the options of what I could do. And I think oftentimes we don't spend enough time thinking about the fact that we have options totally upon options, upon options, upon options, every day when we feel like we don't. Mm -hmm. And what I needed to really sort through wasn't, um, what could I do, but rather what is my unique talents and what are, what are the things that only I can do? Because when I move beyond the things that are uniquely mine to do, I start to get anxiety and overwhelm and all those things that I don't like. And so being able to cultivate my space in the world and create that space is equal parts really hard to figure out and so gratifying. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to love, like you said, listening back to this, it is a really good episode. Now context, Context. we have a lot of listeners who are like, I don't even know what you're talking about. What is alt? It's fine. (laughs) We'll get there. So you are going to learn about what alt summit is and you will learn who Gabrielle Blair is and all of that is coming up. Um, but we wanted to just let you know that alt summit was something that we chose to attend together. Um, we did this last year, kind of at the last minute accidentally. It was amazing. We were there for a short period of time. So this year we went in with so much intention. We went for four solid days. It was incredible. And, um, and we are grateful that we got to be able to go and do this. So as you listen to Gabrielle share about not just what alt is, but about creating your space, just like Becky said, I hope that you feel really in tune with what that means for yourself on a very personal level. That's always our goal with the podcast. So you're in for a real treat, but first let's hear a quick word from this week's sponsor. It might seem a little early to be talking about swimsuits, but I'm going to go there. Why? Because I have procrastinated buying the perfect swimsuit in the past until hours before I needed it. I could never find what I wanted at the last minute and ended up spending way more money on multiple swimsuits I honestly didn't even feel great in. I can totally relate to that. It can be a challenge to find swimsuits that are both trendy and modest and that help me feel awesome when I am wearing them. I have learned that when you find a suit that you love, you need to seize the day so that you're prepared for any adventure. 
We are both in love with the amazing Rad Swim swimwear line because there's something for the whole family. I can outfit my girls, my boys, myself, and even my husband in these awesome suits. These are the first swimsuits that every member of my family has been equally thrilled about, and that makes my job as family shopper a lot easier. Rad wants you to have the chance to look for the perfect swimsuits for your family before you do any kind of last minute dash to the store. They also want to help your dollar stretch. So you, dear listener, Get 15% off any and all Rad Swim orders by using the code Becky15 at checkout. Head to radswim.com and check out their newest suits on Instagram at radswim. Welcome to the show, Gabrielle. I'm going to call you Gabby. Is that okay? Of course. <laughs> okay. Oh, We're starting off on a giggly note because I am a fool sometimes. Also, <laughs> it's day four of Alt Summit, and Alt Summit is like the very best crazy drink out of a fire hose you've ever mm-hmm. taken in your mm-hmm. life and you feel mm-hmm. so you almost are overwhelmed with your level of empowerment and level yes. of your options mm-hmm. of what you can create mm-hmm. and then the overwhelm comes when you're like okay hey, now I know all that I can do all that I'm capable of mm-hmm. so now mm-hmm. what is my job what is my purpose what brings me joy and what is going to help to amplify the light inside of myself and so it's overwhelming it's, in the it's very best possible way. And it's so even just having Gabby in our presence, like I get emotional just thinking about it because Gabby, as you, mm. before you introduce yourself, I just want people to understand that um, as you, you'll describe what Alt Summit is and yeah. everything else that you've got going on. But to me, I don't feel like I'm coming to a conference or an event. This is mm. an experience. This is yeah. a total experience. And I just like shivers all up and down my spine right, right now, you guys. Like it is something that you definitely felt called to do like that's why you're doing it and Mm -hmm. we're so thankful so please introduce yourself we'll stop gabbing and gabbing please introduce yourself and explain alt and all of the things that are you yeah you bet so i'm gabrielle blair but uh everyone likes to call me gabby which is fine with me that's Mm -hmm. been my whole life um I, my digital story or sort of my path here actually started um, with Design Mom, which is still going it's my personal blog designmom.com and that started 2006 so I'm like OG you are blogger. so OG you might yes. be the only person still blogging I don't know like yeah. there's, there's no not that's not, not what I'm hearing it. Oh, good. Good, yeah. good to know that's so cool uh, well you know I'm joking anyway but um Anyway, and then a couple years in, um, I, I live in this world where my blog's called Design Mom, so I was living in the design world and also the mom world. And I had, you know, five kids at the time. I have six now. But um, I was going to conferences, and the conferences were for kind of the mom side, um, like blog her. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not that it was specifically scheduled as a mom conference, but there were a lot of mom bloggers there. For sure. And that was kind of the topic, and it was about writing and and this was again this was like pre-instagram pre-pinterest pre kind of all the visual stuff yeah and um i was at these conferences and i loved them it's just so fun to like talk with your peers in person talk shop because you know it's such a solo kind of job totally often i'll obviously you guys have a partnership yeah. so maybe you don't <laughs> yeah. feel that way but oh no i no, it feels you know, that way for sure many you're like times. working in your mm-hmm. home by yourself yeah. you know yeah. and anyway so i loved it and i was at a family event and my sister Jordan is a blogger and my sister-in-law Liz is a blogger and we were out at this family event and um they didn't have kids yet they weren't going to mom blogger conferences mm-hmm. and but I was kept telling them like oh these conferences are so great I wish you you know I want you to come I know it's not right. quite the right fit and we realized that the design bloggers that that I read you know Grace Bonnie of Design Sponge or Maxwell of Apartment Therapy or I don't even know 
if anyone knows these names. Yeah. <laughs> like, Some people might. We're like OG, OG. Yeah. But anyway, um, or, or Joy, of oh, Joy, who's mm-hmm. still uh, still rocking it. Um, yeah, she is. She, we, we, they weren't coming to the conferences. Hmm. Again, not mom bloggers. They weren't there. We weren't hearing from those kinds of speakers. And we, as a family, said, well, why don't we do a conference for the design speakers we want to hear from? And um, Wait, time out. It was a family choice? Yeah. That is so cool. Well, so, yeah. Like you and your sister-in-law. So then I actually started with a different sister, my sister Sarah Urquhart. So she has done a lot of event planning for political events. Oh, okay. And her husband was a politician in Utah for a long time. And Mm -hmm. now he works at the U. Um, Anyway, so she did all the event planning. And we hosted it in Salt Lake City at the Grand Americas because that's kind of where her contacts were. Yeah. And I, she wasn't a design blogger. She wasn't a blogger at all. But um, I handled all of that, all the speakers, topics, mm. all of that because that was my world. Yeah. Right? And then she did all the event planning. And it was lovely. And we didn't really think past year one. Like we were just doing it to do it, right? Sure, like that. yeah. That's often <laughs> how it begins, right? Right. And, um, but it was great. And people loved it. And were asking us about year two before the conference ended and we were yeah. like oh we have to do it again <laughs> yeah. like, i mean not happy yeah. but you know what i mean like yeah. we hadn't really thought about that so we did it for um well this is the 11th year mm-hmm. and the 16th full conference we we were doing two a year there for a while oh wow um that was a little that was a much that was a little yeah. much so we yeah. stopped doing that um anyway and then sarah retired right after our last event in salt lake city so her husband was retiring from politics, mm. and she was like, I think I'm ready to step down as well. Right. It was, an, you know, it's an intense job. So I actually bought the conference from her. I mean, her, bought right. her, that, that, her mm-hmm. portion of the conference and moved it to Palm Springs, and I've been doing it here ever since. So this oh, is the fourth goodness. year in Palm Springs. That's, yeah. And we, we stepped uh, in and started coming just last year. So yeah. this is still new for us. I've heard it for, yeah. for years. I have to mention this. I for as long as I've been doing what I do and for as long as I've heard about I never felt like it was my place because I just didn't understand it interesting because I I felt like I was in a different world I'm you know producing product and I have an app and I I didn't feel like um I I just didn't know that I belonged right it sounds like we have a a branding problem then because you're definitely the right fit you for sure (laughs) it's for sure me it's for sure me and that's why that's why I wanted to bring it up because you know, for years, for actually for 24 years, I've been attending um, conferences that are more like trade shows. Sure. And I, sure. I felt like I identified with that because on the editorial side, when I worked with Creating Keepsakes Magazine for 12 years, like sure. I was doing mm-hmm. that. And then when I started my own company and developed my own product, I was manufacturing now, right? And so I was sure. selling product. And so I belonged at trade shows. My and point I'm sure bringing, you still do. Um, you know, I, like, I yeah. don't. Oh, really? Well, uh, right? No? So that's oh, okay. right. Pivoting. It's, it, everything's, oh, pivoting. everything's evolving okay. and changing. And so I want you to know this because this isn't about me but I want you to know as a creator of this experience that I I don't feel like I have a place the way that I did and that's not like an I don't belong statement that's like I I just was confused about like where I fit in terms of community got it kind of what you were feeling like at that first conference really is like this isn't a whole picture of my people like this isn't a whole experience that I'm totally craving right Right. and so then to to hear about alt Mm -hmm. and be you know intrigued by it and to hear about it Mm -hmm. was one thing but then to finally put my foot in the door and Mm -hmm. be here and experience even just a taste of it last Mm -hmm. year Mm -hmm. it it was it, it changed my mind entirely about where I felt like I really belonged. And, and this good. is where I'm going to do really good to not cry because <laughs> what you've created mm. and what you have curated in an experience, the classes are amazing and the workshops and the keynotes and all of, all of that. Yes. Yes. It's and all day. Yes. For sure. And also it, the people that you are yes. able to bring together. That's mm-hmm. where it's at. That's the mm-hmm. magic sitting across the table from you is magic. Having, you know, a lot of other conversations that are recorded for the podcast that reaches 
tens of thousands of people, mm-hmm. you know, at, it, at connecting with people over lunch, sitting by the poolside, like those breaks between oh, classes, my those gosh, conversations in the hallway. They're amazing. Yeah. It is everything. And so do you feel like with Alt Summit that it has, has it, you didn't have the long-term goal to when you began because no, it just sure kind of happened, which thank goodness <laughs> it did. But is Alt Summit what you, once you started designing a plan and a goal for it long-term, mm-hmm. is it what you wanted it to be or has um, it changed? Oh, it's, it's, I, I mean, it's definitely what I want it to be, although I, sometimes I have even grander visions, of course, but uh, of more course. people, more involvement. Um, yeah. um, the reality is my, uh, my calling is to amplify women's voices, and I was mm. already doing that with Design Mom, and I still mm. do that with Design Mom. Um, it's part of the DNA, and when I realized what ultimate was, I mean, I certainly didn't think of it as like women, women, women when I first started. It was more like design, 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 which is right. – um, not necessarily a women-centric, I mean, like, for men sure. design as much as women design. Right, <laughs> right. of course, of course. Um, but then as the, you know, the, the nature of this whole industry has been invented over the last decade and changed over the last decade, year by year, yeah. with things like Instagram, Pinterest, all of the mm-hmm. above. And um, so, of course, the, the conference has changed. And, you know, even the introduction of, like, Etsy and, you know, that changed, yeah. like, we, we really ended up um, attracting just kind of creative entrepreneur, creative mm-hmm. people. Um, and really anyone, like if you're looking at the pictures of Alt Summit, if you're seeing it on social media and you're like, it looks interesting to me, I want to go there, it's the right fit for you. Like that's, that's really like that's, agree. Mm-hmm. if it looks like something you want to go to, you should go to it. You will, you will find it worth your while. And um, I would agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think I... I am very intentional about what we're about what we're building here and adapted every year um, to try and reflect kind of what's happening in the world and what people are needing. The topics change and they t- they change quickly. Um, you know, not a single person. We had over a thousand pitches mm-hmm. in September. Pitches for for speakers. Yeah, maybe fourteen hundred. We had so many pitches this year <laughs> for speaking for speaking keynoting. for present. We call them presentation pitches. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that might be an artist wanting to do something. It might be um, so overwhelming. A workshop teacher. It might be. <laughs> yeah. And not a single person pitched TikTok. Well, oh, oh interesting. In, well, that was September. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. it's. Now it's, now it's March, oh, right. and we need TikTok content. So yeah. there's been some TikTok meetups, which is yeah. great. I mean, some last-minute content, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure we'll hear a ton of TikTok pitches for next year. And totally. I'm just mentioning that to say it all changes really, really fast. Yes. I mean, there used to be – what was the – what was the Google? I've already forgotten the name. Like that was trying to be Facebook. Like the um, oh, I don't know. And you had circles. There was a Google oh, platform. Um, um, yes, it is within Google, <laughs> and it's some, uh, Hangouts. Google hang- Hangouts. No, no, or? no, that's still there. It was like a plot. It was like a social media platform. Oh, oh really? you guys probably didn't even do it. No, we I, had, I didn't. <laughs> we had classes about it for years. Like people were seeing great success with it. You know, oh. it's so funny. It just changes. Yeah. And and funny things like we had a bunch of LinkedIn pitches this year, mm-hmm. and they were super busy. We went like five years without any LinkedIn pitches. Mm-hmm. Like it's the industry changes and there are trends and there are different things. Um, anyway, so, so we just have to be really mindful of like what's happening. And that's been really helpful that I'm still design mom. I'm still doing sponsored content. I know what the yeah. trends are there. I'm still awesome. writing. I'm still having to use social media to promote my work, you know, things like that. And um, so it helps me just know at a, like a core level like what's happening like that's still yeah, my that's job true as well. and so mm-hmm. you're and balancing both of those is that right. what you're saying so that okay. well and or just i'm saying that when pitches come in for alt summit i know what people want to hear because i'm you're in i'm it. like an ideal attendee <laughs> as well you know what i mean yes. like I'm, yes. I'm, I'm i'm the target audience as well as the organizer mm-hmm. of the conference right i'm the 
I'm out there on the front lines creating content, promoting the content, um, cr- thinking about products, thinking about c- collaborations with other brands, you know, mm-hmm. all the things that people at Alt Summit are thinking about, yeah. manufacturing, all those things. I'm doing that as design mom. Yeah. So it helps me um, filter through the pitches and kind of know, well, this is what people need to know about. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is SEO still a hot topic? Yeah, it's still a hot topic. You yeah. know, like, there's things that that are... are um, that you need to know. But, like, it, SEO didn't exist when we started, oh, started no. this. There was yeah. no Google Analytics. It literally mm-hmm. didn't exist. We, I used this thing called Traxy, which was a service <laughs> that helped track your... Um, you know, traffic to your blog. You guys, that's yeah. serious OG ling- lingo yeah, right we're there. we're like so OG. And anyway, so it's, you really, we really have to have to just change over the years and adapt. And, um, and I've, and I value, well, I love doing design mom because I like to write and create content there, but um, it's just been very valuable because it helps me mm-hmm. stay connected to what ultimate attendees need. Yeah. That's so brilliant. And yeah. I love that you're balancing both of that. I'm lo- I love yeah. that you are your ideal customer or client or attendee for that very reason. It keeps you really connected to the purpose as well, instead of yeah. just being like, well, this is my thing. I guess I'm just, I'm an event <laughs> right. organizer. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, you, going back to what you said about feeling so totally called to amplify the voices of others, like Becky, I did not know that that was like your, mm-hmm. like kind of the way to articulate your thing. And mm-hmm. Becky and I both feel the same way about the work in which we do. Um, I think a lot of women here probably feel the same way mm-hmm. if they have a platform in which that sharing is allowed to, you know, happen. So let's, and talking about that and, um, and the encouragement that you offer for women through the work that you do, mm-hmm. maybe let's speak a little bit to that in terms of women. Women especially, I mean, mm-hmm. this applies to anyone, but we know that most of our listeners are women. Mm-hmm. And whether you have an online platform or a public forum of some kind or not, mm-hmm. I think everyone just feels desperate to like be who they are and right. own who they are and create their own space and mm-hmm. have it be a safe place. What's been your experience in that for yourself personally and also what you've watched happen mm-hmm. and evolve, you know, through the work with Alt Summit? Right, right, right. Um, I mean, I think you're exactly right. People, they want to be seen and heard and... Um, Finding a place to do that is is what they're looking for. Um, so for for Design Mom, what I've been able to do is I'll create columns where people can share their stories. So we have a weekly home tour, which people can share at their home, of course. But it's really about this interview where they're talking about their kids and they're talking about how they yeah. parent. It's called the series is called Living with Kids, and they might have grown kids, kind of grown and flown kind of thing, or they might have a new baby or they might have an adoption story or they might have an infertility story or, or who knows what, but getting to tell their story. Um, and, and of course, they have beautiful homes, but some of the homes are very just real regular homes. They're not necessarily like an interior designed home. Right. And it's not even really about the home. Um, well, it's a little bit about the home, but it's a lot about their story. And it's this mm-hmm. interview. And, um, and we try and really show a wide variety of homes because it's, true to how people live, you know. Um, but I, And I've done other columns over the years. There was a whole, um, for years, and it's just a treasure trove if you want to look it up. It's it's still just uh, sitting in the menu of my blog. But um, women shared their, we call it growing a family, and shared their stories of mm. either childbirth and pregnancy or adoption or infertility or stillbirth. You know, just, you know, women's experiences in growing a family are incredible sometimes diverse even when they're positive often traumatic yeah i mean like Mm -hmm. it's it's just a lot so being able to share stories like that and it's and provide a platform for that it's amazing and um and one thing i've done too and i've done it with both alt summit and design mom is try and create a place 
where people are free to say what they want. Like you can say what you want, but you don't get to be a jerk. Um, and I don't just allow anything. So we kind of set the ground rules and um, people behave if they want to participate, and they mm-hmm. do. So, how did you on- set the ground rules? Can you can you be sure, specific sure. about so, that? Well, yeah, and, I, and I especially will. sorry. Um, I want I want our listeners to really feel this application for themselves, and that's sure. why I was saying, you know, for some it is their their social media account, for some it is their online space, um, maybe within the realms of business or not, and for some it has nothing to do with any of media of of any kind, sure. and more about like the boundaries in their personal life. And so mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that you're going to articulate about that because it's one thing to say yeah let's have boundaries and let's set some rules but like what does that even mean like how do you put that out there so you have so it's obviously your platform your thing and I mean this when I say platform this is your Instagram account if if it's public and you're letting people comment Mm -hmm. you have a platform same on your Facebook page same if you have a website or blog like those are all platforms your Twitter feed all of that for heaven's um, sakes, you can have a platform being a PTO president. You can have a platform like agree. even being a mother. Mm-hmm. That's a platform. And I think when I came into to Alt Summit last year, um, I had just barely returned to like my professional life again mm-hmm. that I had taken a step away from. And one of the greatest values for me was stepping away from like my identity as like a mother and a wife mm-hmm. and like just being me. Like mm-hmm. coming here and like taking care of myself and also being able to like hear that voice like what what am I feeling like I want to say or what I what I want to do what is my purpose because mm-hmm. I think we over identify in those roles so much mm-hmm. and rare is the time where you really get to step away and have sisterhood and have learning and be like your intelligent um, individual self for this amount of time versus your role exactly compared to other people it's compared just, to other people it's just you not mm. you and i want them to mother, know like why there are you. people here who literally don't have anything going on who are just like i feel like i have something to say and this mm-hmm. is a place where i'm going to figure out what that is mm-hmm. and how to say it mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. just helps you to know what direction to move in and to move forward so i love it yeah i love that i, I think that's great um so you get it's your platform and you get to decide and you get to set the rules and you get to enforce them and um you might not think you need to do that but you're probably doing it whether you know it or not so right it's think of this as an example like say someone is in your comments and they're giving misinformation about your it's an instagram post yeah and they're giving misinformation about coronavirus it's coronavirus season this is what we're all talking about right. um, and maybe they're spreading something and you're like I've actually read on the CDC website that it's not true like you know that's not true mm-hmm. well they're using your platform to spread misinformation now they they may have no they, they may think they're saying something that's absolutely true I mean right. I, I don't assume they're out there trying to do spread ill will or something right but you have to decide how you're gonna respond to that do you take the comments down do you DM them and say Hey, that's not true, and I got to take it down. I I don't want my platform used that way. Or do you just respond to them with the correct information? Yeah, let their comments stand. Um, are they? Do you find out they're actually? They are sort of. They keep commenting even when you ask them not to or something. Do you have to block them? Mm-hmm. Do you have to mute them? Um, you have to decide what to do there, and um, you can actually state all the rules if you have. Or you can just do it as you go, but people who are commenting and who are um, want to comment on your posts will get it. They'll see what's happening, and if they want to participate, they'll do it right. They'll know if they write a comment and spreading mis- misinformation, it mm-hmm. will be deleted. Or if they do a comment attacking another 
commenter, it will be deleted. You know, like if they know that that work will disappear, they will stop doing that. Right. I if would they think want to so, right? And that's, they do. and that's what you're saying. And if saying. not, you're blocking them. You're going, yeah. okay, they're, they're, they actually have ill will. They actually right. don't want to be here um, and participate in the community in a positive way. They're gone. Yeah. And you can absolutely disagree with people. That's not yes. an issue. Yes. But you do not have to attack and you do not have to, um, again, spread misinformation. So on Design Mom, I have this incredibly educated readership. Like they all have mm. higher degrees than I have 100%. Like they're just super, super smart. Right. We did a survey and you're like, oh, you're like all have double master's degrees and a PhD. Okay. Right. Wow. Like, which is amazing. Yeah. So cool. And they're super, super smart and they leave the best comments and the discussions there are incredible. And we will tackle really touchy topics. Mm-hmm. Um, we also touch, tackle light topics as well, but um, we tackle some really touchy things and what they do and what they've figured out, and sometimes it, some people it takes them longer than others to kind of yeah. figure this out. But instead of saying "I disagree with you," blah blah blah, you just say, "Well, this has been my experience," and you share your experience, and that might right. be a totally opposite experience of the person who commented before you, but their experience was valid too. And you don't need to attack their experience. That was that was theirs. You can share yours so that people reading can see, oh. Lots of different experiences are happening here. Lots of different viewpoints are happening here. And so people learn that. And um, I've once in a while I've had to go in. I mean, just so rarely had to go in and say, I'm editing your comment. Or I've had to take your comment down. There are a few people I've had to just delete because now we're attacking. Uh And sometimes you have to do it like um, preemptively. Like if the first comment is mm-hmm. you know like yeah, contentious. It's, it's contentious it can change the flavor of the I whole agree. thing i've seen that so sometimes happen. you have to just say sorry you can act you could have commented that on comment number 20 and it would be fine but comment number one is going to change things so i'm going to delete it mm-hmm. do you tell them like uh, sometimes i tell them and sometimes i not it yeah. depends on it dep- what the, it's case you know, by like, case it's case by yeah. case um so you but you're in charge this is your platform and yeah. you, you decide what it's going to be like and you train them what to do and mm-hmm. um you do risk losing a reader or a follower or something so like right. Right. like that's right. that, you, you you've got to be responsible and accountable for what you're putting out in the world and the platform you're creating and i certainly i'm very critical of platforms that aren't doing that like on an institutional level like I get very mm-hmm. critical of Facebook mm-hmm. or Twitter who's not mm-hmm. doing that and mm-hmm. I get very impressed with like Pinterest who stopped allowing any searches positive or negative because they couldn't control for which it would be for like you can't search um vaccinations they, you just nothing comes right. up there was just so much they information just took it out. off they realized they can't control f- yeah. to make sure it's only factual you know factual yeah backed by the medical mm-hmm. you know they, they mm-hmm. so they just removed it and i think that's a better solution it, it drives people to have to find information f- from legitimate sources so they're mm-hmm. not getting it from a meme on pinterest you know right. what i mean and that's gutsy and on their part it's so gutsy mm-hmm. yeah. and i think it's so smart and i'm like yeah facebook the same like if, if i just couldn't get any information on facebook about this particular topic that's where a lot of mis- misinformation is spreading that's good. It means that now I have to go do a Google search and the, the sites that are going to come up aren't Facebook. Right. The sites that are going to come up are the CDC or mm-hmm. the, you know, like, mm-hmm. or are the pediatrician groups, you know, official groups of America or, you know, that kind right. of thing. And where you can get information that you can trust that has data that backs it up, that has research that backs it up. Yeah. Anyway, so I, and this obviously, um, each of us as an individual are not Facebook and um, we have we can easily control this. I mean, you mm-hmm. just have to pay a little attention. And 
take responsibility for your own platforms. And I love that because you're talking about um, some examples on an institutional level, which is really helpful for us to understand because I don't know a listener that doesn't associate with social media in some way, right? Of course, we all do. Um, And then, you know, we were talking earlier about the analogy of the living room. You Mm -hmm. want to speak to that back? Because this really paints a picture. So when when we came in that very first day and you were having Mm -hmm. that great conversation with Soledad O'Brien, which was awesome, we had just encountered kind of a formal attack Mm. Um, a, an organized attack for that some people um, had done against the podcast. Oh, and sorry. hurtful. Well, and honestly, and it's I okay, will say, right? Listener, like, like this literally, stuff happens. the byproduct of living an open life is mm-hmm. it makes you vulnerable, and that's okay because yeah. you're still open and you maintain your integrity, and it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, anyways, we were talking about how how best to deal with that because sometimes you don't want to give too much attention because then it kind of stokes the fire and let things slide. But at the end of the day, like we're here doing this work, sharing our hearts, trying to amplify voices. And it's like, we're inviting you into our house. That's kind of like the, mm-hmm. the premise of our podcast is it's mm-hmm. about connection and sisterhood and friendship. And we're inviting people in that we admire mm-hmm. and it's inviting you into our home. And if someone came into my actual house with a baseball bat and smashed my lamp, mm-hmm. I would call the police, have them removed and they would never come to my house again and so I think we oftentimes get scared to stand up for ourselves or to defend our space there's Mm -hmm. two things you get a Mm -hmm. little intimidated to create your space Mm -hmm. because you have to go through a lot of thought work to think well what do I actually want not what was I what I should or what's expected or whatever yourself out there it's you have to you have Mm -hmm. to figure out what in the world like who you are and what you actually want what you believe what you want to create and curate in your life and then you have to protect it you have to set healthy boundaries and for some reason I think particularly with women we get like this thing like oh we don't have the we don't we don't we want to respect everybody and we don't want people to feel like we don't hear we're taught them. to please and yes. we're taught well, to and always say yes and also and everyone's welcome here right mm-hmm. we naturally feel that mm-hmm. way I think mm-hmm. as women like everyone's invited mm-hmm. yeah, you are of worth and so am I and we can be here together and that's mm-hmm. where it does get gray at least I have experienced that is like I but when I, I want to shut it down and protect my space but I also don't want to hurt her feelings and maybe she's got some marbles loose upstairs where it's like mm-hmm. I, I don't want her I don't want this to make her spiral into which of course I know I'm not in charge of anyone else's feelings but I have definitely felt that felt that hesitation yeah mm-hmm. and I, it makes me shrink I mm-hmm. shrink into my own like content creation and I shrink into like this place of maybe I shouldn't be putting myself out there as mm-hmm. much I think can everyone relate to that so like, it's funny some, you mm-hmm. say when that happens you shrink yeah. and what happens when that happens to me is I'm like I rise and I rise too tall. Mama bear. I rise too tall and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to tell you the actual truth Mm -hmm. and what actually is happening here and why this is not okay. Like sometimes I rise Mm -hmm. and get a little like too puffed up in like the defense Mm -hmm. mode, which is really just Mm -hmm. the same expression of the same insecurity. Sure. Puffing up and shrinking away. But I think especially for moms where let's be honest, this is like probably, you know, a bigger problem. Mm -hmm. I think about it like if this happened to my child, like, if someone said something, like, what would I tell them to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I'd tell them to advocate for themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And we have mm-hmm. to learn how to do that and to defend our space. We just, we just have to. And it's not, it's, not, um, it's not even just for us. It's for maintaining our integrity and maintaining the space we're creating in the world. Mm-hmm. We have to defend that. Well, and to your point, Gabrielle, like the, the experiences that you've had, it sounds to me that you've been able to, to get that dialed in 
pretty early on where you were like, okay, this is my space. We can have really meaningful and valuable conversations here in my living room. Um, And we can talk about these things. You put up boundaries, you put up rules, you put Mm -hmm. up these places. You have highly intelligent people who are part of your community anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that it just doesn't continue to be an issue for you? Has it kind of melted away or? Um, Generally, yes. In fact, it was never, like it's always been easy to maintain. Awesome. With a few rare exceptions. So um, occasionally I'll write something on Twitter. I'll do a thread or something like that that gets a wider audience mm-hmm. than my traditional design mom readers. Right. And that can bring in just new people. Total strangers <laughs> and total. They're not. Yeah. They're, they're not, not the part of the community. Mm-hmm. They're not. And I am. I have no hesitation, no regret, not even a bit of worry about delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Like they're not. I you don't have tell. to allow them th- my platform. Right. Like, that's not yeah. at all. And they don't deserve my platform. Like, they, yeah. mm-hmm. they haven't earned it, and they don't get permission to be there. Like, mm-hmm. And, and, no, I and don't you have, don't even feel bad about not, it. Yes. Not even guys, hesitation. I want to learn be more like Abby. Not yeah. even hesitation. <laughs> they have, and they're, they're, they are 100% complete strangers. They have no context for what they're reading. Or right. Like, they're just there to attack. It's yeah. Tr- like, like the, the, the definition of, like, an internet troll. You know, right. Like it's, totally. it's just nothing. So, you, uh, yeah, I have no hesitation. And just do not worry about losing a reader like it's not or a listener or a mm-hmm. like you're fine like you're gonna be fine like it's yeah. okay um it's more important to have a smaller community yeah. with people who really are your people because what you're gonna do is if you have a really contentious awful place you're gonna lose all your readers mm-hmm. like if you have a place where they're expecting to come to see something positive or interesting or really smart or whatever and then instead they just get dumb attacks and that's what they're having to read like mm-hmm. they're not going to come like yeah. you're, you're putting yourself more at risk by not keeping your space clean and tidy you know okay, what I, mean? I have a tough question guys are you ready yeah give it this to us okay. shoot. shoot can't even wait so um when we talk about having a platform and, and maybe the beginning phases of putting yourself out there what would your advice be for someone who is getting that negative feedback um from people they know or from their family, mm-hmm. which can be a really, really mm-hmm. tricky, tricky thing to encounter. But sometimes when you're having that feedback, it comes from the places that are closest to you. That's hard. I mean, if it's, are you talking about private feedback or public feedback? Because hmm. private it's a, feedback, maybe, yeah, it's family, you have to deal with it or cut them out of your life. I mean, like there's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's public feedback. That is the same as any other person that comes to your blog. You mm. can delete it and do not feel bad about it. They have, you do not owe them your platform. You do not owe them your comment section. You do not owe that. That's yours. So, so if it's then, public, tough luck. They shouldn't yeah, have done that. Right. Delete. Yeah. They should have talked to you in private if they had an issue. You know, like, mm-hmm. and then if they're talking to you in private, you can choose to listen or go yeah I don't have time so I'm like yeah. not interested in your feedback on this thanks though yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, I, I like how you're keeping it so simple but I do know that women are more complicated than that they so are. they are they are I know I, yeah I know. and I agree with you like because I feel like everything that we've talked about so far is really valuable for people to feel and understand for themselves like you protect your space like are we all there yeah yeah we're yeah. all feeling it okay but to the question that you're asking Becky I, I think that and it came from a conversation we were actually sitting with a friend at lunch yesterday and mm-hmm. she was sharing with me how much negative feedback she's getting mm. from her parents for mm. doing the things she feels very called to do. And um, so when I you're mean, living a if life, she can block them from reading. Yeah, to maybe say it's Instagram or whatever. Like, I want to keep this relationship with you, mom and dad, and I don't. You don't need to know what I'm working on. 
Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not helping our relationship. Well, and it can even so be, you can frame that you, you know? story. Like, like, because I love you guys and mm-hmm. because, um, I care so much here. about a relationship. A yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a boundary to protect you guys. You guys don't, if you read stuff that I do or, or see the work, you, then, yeah. then if it's not serving you or our relationship, so I don't know. And yeah. that's, that's it. I mean, at the end of the day, that's it is, uh, you know, I write differently than Becky different. Like I write my stuff, my voice, my thing. And I invite people to not read it all the time because sure. at the end of the day, I don't write for people. I write for me and hope sure. that it, hope that my voice helps people. Right. But the, I mean, the kind, uninvi- the kind yeah. unfollow un- <laughs> invitation comes from me all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I love you enough that if this doesn't bring you Walk light away. into your life, yeah. I love you enough to say, please go find something else that does because Absolutely. that's okay. I, I, I had a, um, you know, a, a dear friend from when my years in New York and um, she just doesn't like, you know, we've, we've moved, you know, obviously I've moved from New York many years ago, um, but she was always this consistent commenter and then really started feeling angry about what I was writing. And I just mm-hmm. had to, I was deleting her comments and I emailed her and said, don't comment anymore. Yeah. Like, I can't stop you from reading. You can't block someone from reading your, yeah. right. your blog. Right. It's public. But um, don't comment. Don't comment on Facebook. Just don't. I'm not ever going to let your comment stand. So, yeah. And, and what was her response? She didn't, but she stopped commenting. Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure we were hurting the, the friendship, but she was hurting sure. the friendship anyway. Like, right. Well, That's the yet, thing. Like, so yeah. it's like, it wasn't going so well anyway. No. So, but <laughs> like, it's, it yeah. sucks, mm-hmm. but there it is. It's a big reason why I'm really not on Facebook at all. I mean, like my Instagram's share to my design mom Facebook page, like mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with me. So I'll try and kind of do that. But I used to be very active as Gabrielle Blair on Facebook, hosting discussions, having debates, having like mm-hmm. really, really there. And then I just kind of stopped cold turkey and moved my um, that kind of interaction to Twitter. And it was interesting. I've loved it because I went on and I, um, I, I was actually like a really early adopter of Twitter. Mm-hmm. But then my crowd didn't care about it. So I wasn't yeah. very active there. And then I started getting active there um, in the last few years just of my – not it's like a totally different crowd like it isn't yeah. my normal crowd and I'm not writing to my normal crowd it's just kind of I'm there for me mm-hmm. and I looked up you know lists I looked did searches for like who are the top conservative voices on Twitter who are the top liberal voices on Twitter who yeah. are the top you know like mm-hmm. who are the top journalists on Twitter and just, mm-hmm. just started following everyone hmm. because what I found was um and I kind of unfollowed or muted pretty much everyone I know like that like know oh, in real life right at first it had started just like Facebook or anything else these were like your actual friends from high school right. or your yeah, actual yeah. people in your neighborhood or mm-hmm. you know no either unfollowed or muted if I didn't want to offend them by unfollowing you know right. what I mean? <laughs> and, is a great tool so it I is. was basically following strangers and and you know maybe um and, and strangers like Soledad O'Brien or something you know like right. that sure. are, who's no longer a stranger now but yeah, you know what I mean, it's a stranger. Of course. So um, it was great because people could disagree with me. Like they could say stuff that I like absolutely didn't didn't agree with, but it didn't sting. It didn't hurt. Mm. It wasn't my uncle right, or my friend right. from high school or whatever. And it, and it just flew right by. I didn't care because yeah. it wasn't I, personal. It, it wasn't personal. And I didn't know them. I don't know them at all. I don't yeah. know them. And some of them is interesting to find out. Like. Oh, I actually agree on some things and disagree on other. Like, which of yeah. course that's going to be true for every single human being right. that you know. Absolutely, but you forget that you know. And mm-hmm. so, um, so I have loved Twitter for that. And it's again 
for news discussions, for things that I was doing on Facebook that I just stopped. And it's been delightful. And I am liberal blocker on Twitter, too. Again, I don't care. I don't know you. Don't doesn't yeah. matter. Block or mute. Sometimes mm-hmm. mute is really fun because they're sitting there yelling at you and you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. You have literally have no idea. You don't see any of it. Like, have fun yelling at me. I don't know. I, anyway. Yeah. So, um, so that's been good. So, I mean, you really do. Social media is new in the world still. I mean, we're 10 years in. or um, You do have to find your ways to deal with it and mm-hmm. um and in five years I'm sure I'll be done with this and go to another platform or you know yeah. things will change again sure. but um if there's a platform that's not serving you and you're feeling stressed by it but you still want a platform try another one you know maybe LinkedIn's your place or you know mm-hmm. who knows yeah, I agree so. with that I think it's been really uh, significantly beautiful <laughs> in um my own career to just hone in and figure out that I don't have to be in all the places. You don't. I know that example. I know that Pinterest could really help my business. There's mm-hmm. lots of classes here that mm-hmm. are incredibly valuable, even mm-hmm. at Alt Summit. There's online courses. There's information all over the web to help mm-hmm. you hone in on like that particular platform. I want to like curl into a ball thinking about one more platform in which to exist. So you stop. You right. Don't yeah. So you, you stop. don't even do it. And yeah. that's the thing. And that's the point I'm bringing up is, and, and what you're saying is, just because it exists doesn't mean you need to be there. Mm-hmm. I love that you've you shared don't. the different ways that you've experienced and experimented with different platforms yeah. because social media is really cool, by mm-hmm. the way, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all know mm-hmm. that. We, we see that this is an additional way for human connection to really like connect with people that you may not have otherwise and to have meaningful conversations as long as you're not on your phones 15 hours a day right. like it's a really yeah. cool thing to do and be involved you can with. find people it shrinks the world and the more we all understand and connect with each other the better the world is yeah the more we we share understandings and and understand differences and celebrate differences and perspectives like we all bring something so unique to the world that the more people that are sharing that openly and connecting with others in a true and authentic way like this is how we change the yeah, world totally well yeah and you and you really do have to just figure out what's working for you um I find Instagram um, can be incredibly stressful for me. Mm. I take weeks off at a time yeah. until I'm in the mood again. Like, mm. and then when I'm in the mood, great, I'm Instagramming again. But yeah. like, it, you're not dependent on any one of these things, mm-hmm. you know. As, well, and I would say from a business perspective, I would recommend that you not be dependent on another platform. Yeah, you can't control that platform. That's if they true. change the algorithm. Half your, you know, you're going to do a post and. 10% of your viewers are going to see it where maybe 50% used to see it, you know, like mm-hmm. you don't have control of it. So use it if it's working for you, but make sure you're building your own email list, yes. your own website that you own because that is a scary thing to put all your um, eggs in a basket of a platform someone else owns. I yeah, totally agree. Sure. Cause you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, with that. But, and if, and if you've done that, if you have your own, your own platform, your own list, you can take a break from Instagram if it's not serving you. You can take a break from Facebook mm-hmm. if it's not serving you. You can mm-hmm. – or quit altogether if that's what's best. Like, mm-hmm. it feels scarier to do that if your entire business lives on Instagram. Right, if it lives and dies There, on there Instagram. was a – I saw a fashion show, one of the fa- the runway shows. Um, it was on Tuesday. So good. A woman that has a brand called Daisy LA, and she had the exact – she talked about it in her presentation that she built her whole thing on Instagram. It was going very mm-hmm. well. Algorithm changed. 
sales drop in by oh. 75%. Oh, gosh. But she's a great product. And so she goes, okay, well, people had fashion lines before mm-hmm. Instagram existed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, this is not, you yeah. know, you don't it's have to have all. Instagram. And she figured out ways to build out her brand in other ways. And she's thriving. She's doing great. But it is terrifying to have your employees and you have bills to pay and and the platform changes their algorithm. You, you have no control and you have no mm-hmm. idea when it's coming. You have, you know, and it's even hard to prove it's happened, but all of a sudden you see your traffic drop off or you see, and you're uh, yeah, yeah, you're like, am I being punished? You know, <laughs> it's just so funny. Anyway, so. Well, and I, I, I feel like that's a side tangent. But no, yeah. I love that. Are you kidding it's me? So Our valuable. listeners love the side tangents. And I think particularly with like people starting out, I know I did when I was coming back to this world and like even starting Instagram like 18 months ago, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I really need to build that up because that's mm-hmm. going to determine my success working with brands. Mm-hmm. Total lies. Like, mm-hmm. the, like I can work with most any brand I want to and mm-hmm. I don't have huge Instagram numbers. Like Instagram is not the measure of your worth no. success like it's not even the quickest place to grow to no. be quite honest but it is a wonderful tool which is why i think it's and so can important. be so fun yeah so, like oh, it can it be great mm-hmm. if you're in the mood for it like if if, if yeah. you're enjoying it if it's a burden take a break and and there i do want to qualify that a little bit like sometimes it really is your job like i have yes. a sponsored post and i have a contract that i've got to do you know this for a sponsor or whatever like Okay, well, that's your job. And sometimes there are things you have to do for your job that aren't your favorite things to do. Okay, well, tough luck. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> we all have to. You got yeah. to show up and do your job. That's, mm-hmm. that's how you get paid. Um, but beyond that, it's all your decision. If you're mm. torturing yourself and you're not having a good time, stop. Just stop. Right? I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because I actually wanted to go there before yeah. we wrapped up is, is in that. Because with one of the keynotes, and you interviewed Soledad O'Brien, mm-hmm. um, if you guys didn't catch on to that yet already, it was a, a There'll fant- be a video available. Oh, good. It's been recorded. And where, we'll where is that video? Um, it doesn't live yet. It'll, it'll be edited, and yeah. all the keynotes are, are recorded. They'll be on Vimeo, and we'll send those out in the Alt Summit newsletter, so you can so share it wide and far. If somebody time. does not subscribe to the Alt Summit newsletter and they're intrigued with these keynotes, can they go online and find uh, them? Absolutely. Okay. It's open to everybody. We'll oh, also perfect. put it out on Instagram. You know, so, so subscribe. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, subscribe, subscribe or go to the website yeah. or Instagram and it's make sure that you catch these. you find out about things like pre-sale tickets which are the best price yes. that's going on right now and like Correct. really we just we really just do newsletter and instagram yeah like there's a facebook group but we don't run yeah. it like yeah. it's you know it's just sort of self uh the community kind of does yeah. it i'm glad anyway. you brought that up because i do yeah. want people to access some of what's shared here it's only a glimpse mm-hmm. you know if you're just mm-hmm. seeing keynotes which is why we we would want to encourage you guys really give this a shot and try oh, yeah. this out but follow the hashtag also yeah. the hashtag will give you yeah. a much much better sense of what's happening and if you're if you are following it at all, you see some images and you're intrigued or interested, you mm-hmm. should come. For you, sure. You should you, come. You, you'll love so it. So the, the keynote was Soledad, and one thing that I felt was um, particularly um, – it felt really special to me and just the place that I am and just being a business owner for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciated where your conversation went, and I don't remember what it is that you asked her, but I remember her saying – um, she, you, like you just have to own like the, the way that you do what you do, mm-hmm. like do you, like that mm-hmm. is your privilege. That is your mm-hmm. honor. And now I'm putting words in her mouth because those weren't the actual words, but it's what sure. I felt. Yeah. And it's what I kind of needed to be reminded about. And I think that that's, um, something that you've done such a good job with and not just the keynotes that you choose and the conversations you have, Thank those you. interviews that you lead curating this kind of experience, but I, I don't know if there's any closing thoughts that you want to say regarding that um, message, but it 
it needs to be heard and felt by a lot of people. I mean, it's it's a message you hear a lot throughout a week at Alt Summit um, from a lot of speakers, and Soledad did a great job of it too. And and I love that she brought it up because it wasn't even really mm-hmm. necessarily like a yeah. thing that we were trying to pull no, out. It wasn't. But um, yeah, like look, you're it's it's you compare yourself, you see yourself, you have this vision of what other people are doing, and you think you need to do that. And the reality is. Do what you want to do, and and it's really easy to um, feel like you can do that when you're at Alt Summit because mm-hmm. the women here will give you permission to do that. Oh, like you, all just, day long. Yeah. Just, you can go and say, oh, well, I think I'm an artist, and uh, awesome. We love artists. Right. Great. You know, like, and, you know, decide yeah. what it is you want to be. You're great. We love it. We're, we're here to support you. What do you need? Oh, you want to start making an email list? Great. We'll help you do that. Oh, you want to actually just create art right here while you're at the conference? we got a place for that. You know, like mm-hmm. whatever it is you want to do, we're ready to help you. And, um, and yeah, I mean, if you just look at the, the schedule and the, the topics, you'll see so many that are literally that, that are mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. let me help you figure out how to be who you are right mm-hmm. now. Like, right? You know, and, and there's a lot of really casual opportunities, mm-hmm. uh, opportunities mm-hmm. as well. Becky yeah. and I hosted a podcast to Palooza last yeah. night. Yeah. Amazing. A Amazing. Was that was, out by the pool? Yes, uh-huh. it was out Fabulous. by the pool with uh, Monica and Rachel, two other fellow podcasters. And yeah. it was one of the most special experiences of the whole thing. And it wasn't. Tell, tell. What was know, it like? It was, it, it was, was awesome. I mean, picture, right? Probably 20 of us. Amazing. 20 of us poolside. Um, some um, kind of one-on-one conversations as we kind of all piled yeah. in and got there. But then really as the organizers of the meetup, yeah. we said, okay, let's just make a big circle here so we can all hear each other. Yeah. Let's talk about pain points. How, what yes. are you guys struggling with? We're all in this talk shop. There yeah. were yeah. some people like, that were pre-launched that we yep. could say, okay, what do you want to know? Like ask, what ask us anything. We'll, right share, yes. we'll share every single piece mm-hmm. of everything that we've learned about monetization and all the things that have helped make our podcast mm-hmm. successful because mm-hmm. and I think that that is the underlying current of alt is it's it is the exact opposite of scarcity mentality oh, of yeah. like there's Everyone's only so generous. much success to go around yeah. everyone wants you to succeed and mm-hmm. not only are they going to share every information that they could ever give to help you succeed but they're going to watch you and cheer you on and, and watch you do the thing that you were mm-hmm. called to do which I think is truly the magic it of is all. So oh, I love hearing that because we it. have tried to be very intentional about that and as people are pitching at, you know, as they are coming in, as attendees, as we're just like writing, you know, the about mm-hmm. page of the website, we literally say things like, you're going to come and you're going to be generous with the information that you have. Like, that's what we're that's about. That's what it is. And that's a you're not, it's not a scarcity thing. It's not competitive. People not are not all. here comp- competing with mm-mm, each other. Mm-mm. They're here sharing. And you might be brand new, pre-launch, and you might be talking to someone who has... 10 million downloads if you're mm-hmm. podcaster. I mean, it, yeah. And they will talk to you and they will tell you everything they know. And, and it's just sharing. There's definitely a sense of there's room for everybody. Always. That a rising tide lifts all boats, yeah, that we all we work together. That, that um, and, and I think just by putting it out there and stating it over and over, um, it's been true. Like people bring their A game as far as these pre- presenters and mm-hmm. they share and we tell them, you know, give numbers. Share stats. You better have takeaways. Don't just stand up there and tell your life story. No, no, right. no, no. Tell them. Give tangible takeaways. Yes. Yeah, we want them to walk away ready to work, ready to, yeah. um, you know, whatever it was they came for to build their business or um, get some inspiration. And uh, anyway, so I'm glad to hear that you're experiencing oh, that because that so is definitely good. our intention. One so of good. the things I just want to point out before we end, I feel like I just want to say to the listener, um, in gathering all the best information, just keep in mind that – 
um, just because someone else hasn't done it or hasn't done it successfully mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you can't mm-hmm. because you bring you to the table, which nobody else has. Can bring. Yeah. You literally can create whatever space in the world you want. I believe that with every fiber of my being, you have the ability and the skills and everything you need to be exactly who you are and who you want to be and accomplish anything you want to accomplish. You just have to have the courage to stake your claim. And also, because we love our and also's. And also, if everyone around you seems to be doing what you want to do, mm-hmm. your voice is going to be different. Your delivery is going to be different. So mm-hmm. it's it's about all of those angles. It's whether it's the path hasn't been found yet or whether everyone seems to be doing it. Like, do what you know you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't close out with one without one last question. Yeah. How is life in France? Oh, my God. Girl, oh, you moved guys. to France. <laughs> you guys, if Can I you shared even like – uh, 25% of what, how awesome it is. So oh, we all go, stop. stop. Just Play. shut it <laughs> down. <laughs> Give us like, a I'm re- muting you, design mom. <laughs> Give us a recap so our listeners know context. Yeah, so like, we, what brought you there and how is life sure in thing, France? Sure thing. It's, uh, yeah, so we have been in Oakland for six years. But before Oakland, we actually lived in France for, for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then we have moved back just in September, moved back to the same area, same schools for our kids. You know, it's, was, it's been lovely. And it really is a... It's a beautiful life there. It is calmer for our family. Life in the States can get really intense, um, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is just sort of built into school there in a mm-hmm. way that it isn't. So we get a lot of family time, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And the school schedule is just a game changer for us. And, and we remembered this from when we lived there before, but you get a two-week break every six weeks. Nice. So mm-hmm. yes, I'm sure that's overwhelming um, if you aren't working from home or don't have right. child care in another place. Although the... France is very um, orderly, and there are programs for everything. Right. You know? so, yeah, yeah. so no one, you know, no parent is left without. Um, what are they going to do with their kids while they're working? Kind of thing. Yeah. But um, uh, we, so we, my husband and I both work at home, so we can just travel. So like we had a two week break. We're like, let's drive to Switzerland, or you mm. know. And now the kids are going, hey, can we drive to Ireland? You can drive that right onto a ferry. And anyway, yeah. um, so we love that. We love all the family time we get. And the food is good, and it's a slower pace, and I don't know. We just love it. Oh. We, we bought a really old house built in the 1700s. Oh, my gosh. And wow. Now we're like, this is like as old as George Washington. <laughs> That's and, amazing. Um, That's and so we're crazy. working on it, redoing it, and it's oh. a ton of fun. So happy for you. So Seriously, happy for your family. Dreamy. Thank you. And so happy you. for your successes that you've seen. And I don't mean that Thank in you. a worldly sense. I mean for for anyone to feel like, yeah. you know what? I've done I've done what I feel like I'm supposed to do and I'm yeah. I'm finding joy in that work. Yeah. That's success. Mm, Absolutely. Sure. All day long. Thank you so much Gabby for thank being on the show. Thank you for having me. What mm-hmm. a treat. Thank you. An honor for us. And friends, thank you for carving out the time to listen and for joining us in this continued conversation about cultivating a good life. Nothing we have said is more important than the specific things you have felt that are personal for you. We invite you to write down those promptings you feel and most importantly, act on them. We love you. We're cheering you on and we look forward to being with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye guys.